What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bitches Who Wine. I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And we're whining today. About what? We'll find out. Stay tuned. <laughs> but Maddie, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. That was my last first day of school today, officially. So, monumental day. <laughs> How does that feel? Does it feel like it was never actually going to happen and then it finally happened and you're like, hey, here we go? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I had just such a long break in between the last time I was in school and now, which, like, I guess I did take classes part-time, like, last year, but this is, like, full-time, full-on in it, ready to go, which, like, it's very exciting because it's just one one really quick hard year and then I'm done forever hopefully <laughs> I mean who knows maybe so. you'll discover some brand new passion in like 6 years from now and you'll go back maybe I don't ever feel like like <laughs> I've never said I have my last day of school ever because like I don't know who knows you know you never know what's going to happen I get that I've just like always wanted to go to school for this profession. So like, I feel like now that it's like here, I'm not like, oh, well, I'll go back and do what I actually want to do because now I will be actually doing what I want to do. So do you want to tell the people what that is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to school to <laughs> my brain is mushing already. Um, but no, I'm going back to school to be a PTA, which is a physical therapy assistant. And I wanted to go to uh, grad school, get my doctorate's degree, but you know, life happens and that's just not really the greatest option for me right now. So this is, this is where we're going and I'm pretty happy about it. So about time. <laughs> I think that's so fun though. I, I guess where I was going with like, I never know. I w think about it and I'm just like, I wish I could take like one class. Like I don't want to sit there and enroll in an entire program and like necessarily get a degree, but I enjoyed going to school. I enjoyed taking certain classes and I would love to be able to just be like, yeah, like one day, two days a week, I'm going to have this class and I'm going to learn something and like mm -hmm. be productive in that kind of way. But like school doesn't really work like that does it like you can't necessarily just be like yeah I'm gonna I, I don't really remember much about biology so I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna take a biology class right but I mean I, I think it just like depends on the institution as well because if you're gonna try and go to like a private school or something like that like obviously you have to be accepted to the college or the university or institution but if you're if you're going to like a community institution, like for instance, like DMAC for us in the Des Moines area, I think you can just like sign up for online classes maybe, or you can probably look online for like online courses that aren't necessarily through an actual school or university or something. So I guess I've never really tried to do that, but I'm sure there are some sort of resources out there to do like a, like not a hobby class, but like a, you know what I mean? I don't really know what the word is for that, but <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to take a basket weaving class, you know, <laughs> like I want to do things with legitimate, dis <laughs> like I want to be in a class with people who want to learn too. like, I, I don't want to just take like a Joe Schmo kind of class. Like I'm bored. I want to do something. It's like, no, I want to take it and like learn. So I want to, I don't know, you know, like I want to be integrated with the people who are getting the degrees, but I don't actually want to do the whole work of actually going and getting a degree, which I guess some would say is, well, that's kind of pointless, but I just don't <laughs> want to commit to that at this point again. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just want to like go through something. Like I loved my ethics classes that I took in college. I have an ethics mm -hmm. minor. I would love to go back and take more philosophy and ethics courses but I just, I mean, I guess I've never really looked into it. So I probably, maybe I could find something, but like, I want to go and take I bet you could. people who like care about that kind of thing and aren't going to just like slack off, but whatever. Well, aren't you kind of sort of going to be taking 
classes here soon. Yeah, but we're keeping it on the DL. Okay, never mind. I only know people, only <laughs> like three people know that I'm doing this. Okay. So we're keeping it on the DL until it happens. So that just means that anyone listening to this, you got to keep tuning in because maybe you'll find out about <laughs> something really exciting and cool that I'm doing. For sure. For sure. We love surprises. <laughs> keep everybody on their toes, you know? You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Well, um, since we're here to whine, I do have a bone to pick. Not with anyone in particular, but this morning, you kind of already know about this, but this morning when I was at the gym, there were these men at the gym, (laughs) many men, and they were just making me so uncomfortable and maybe... I don't know. Maybe it was just too early in the morning, but like I started on the treadmill. I walked for a little bit and then I ran like a mile and a half. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go do a little upper body for like 25 minutes and then be done. And I walked over there to like where the free weights are. And there were probably like six guys over there and they all were just very obnoxiously staring just staring at me the whole time and they moved like the rack that has like the weights that I usually use on it. So I was like kind of looking around for it and I've already just felt the eyes on me. And then I just felt stupid because I looked like I didn't know what I was doing, but they really just moved the rack of weights and I I never found it. Just an FYI, I never fucking found it. So I had to like ask them if they were using the like if they were done using their weights that were just sitting there that they were I don't know I I just felt so uncomfortable and then it just made me mad and made me think about all the other times I've been at the gym and men have made me feel uncomfortable just by staring or being annoying and just existing but dude that that is (laughs) I feel like a big reason why a lot of women don't go to gyms is because men genuinely just make you uncomfortable and they don't care and this does happen everywhere that you go like I was going to planet fitness for a while and quite honestly I don't have great things to say about planet fitness I've gone to multiple ones in multiple different states overall do not have great things to say about planet fitness (laughs) it's just cheap and but like realistically like you're paying for a cheap gym like you're getting what you're paying for and that's a cheap gym right but like one of the last times I went before I quit my membership. So let me just give you a handful of things that men did before I quit my membership. One thing that didn't involve me, but I was like, what the fuck was that? I was at the gym. I was, uh, doing the leg extension machine, working on my thighs. And these two guys start screaming at each other. Because this one guy's like, you can't take two machines at one time. Like, you can't keep hold of it for, like, too long. Like, blah, blah, blah. You got to let other people use the, use the equipment. I can't stand hearing you swallow oh that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he was, like, yelling at this guy <laughs> because he was using two machines. And the other guy's like, I'm supersetting. Like, I have to. Like, that's literally just what my, like, program is. Like, that's just how I have to do it. And they were just going off at each other. And I am an early morning gym gal. Like, this was like 5.30 in the morning. Ew. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, chill out on the testosterone right now. And then another time, I was in the free weight section like you. And a lot of the times, I don't know, you're the only girl in the section most of the time, I feel like. Like, I feel like it's very rare mm-hmm. to see other women there. But first off, because of that reason, it's already intimidating. And you know that people are watching you. As much as, like, people online are like, nobody's watching you at the gym. Like, I look around. Lies. Like, I can <laughs> tell people are looking at me. But I was in there. and <laughs> And... There were, I was literally surrounded by guys. Like I had the area right in the middle because everything else was full, surrounded by guys. And these two people on my left-hand side were working out together, but just like at separate benches, basically. Mm -hmm. 
But literally every time they went to do a new movement, they got closer and closer and closer to me to the point where I think I had like two or three feet of distance between me and them working out that I, I was so fed up with it that I literally like just walked out. I quit my workout like halfway through because I like, don't get so fucking close to me. And then I can tell like that you're looking at me when you're like in the middle of your sets, like leave me alone. Like, God, this is why women say they want women's only gyms because they want to just go in, get their workout done and feel safe and comfortable doing it. It's so uncomfortable being around men and working out. It really is. Like I, I like my gym. Like I just, I just recently joined because it's very close to campus. Like I'm, I joined the Y that's downtown and it's a pretty newly renovated building, like within the last like five to 10 years, which like doesn't, it sounds like a lot, but it's actually like very updated. Like it's really nice. There's a sauna in the women's like locker room. There's like shout clean showers, a pool, like pretty much every equipment that you could ever want there's cycling classes like zumba classes body pump like everything so it's very all-inclusive and i have you know student discounts so i'm like this is going to be great and i do enjoy it so it's not the gym itself it's just the and this is it's not it doesn't matter what gym you go to like there's people like this everywhere so that it's pretty much unavoidable especially as a woman but like like i i know what i'm doing i've been going to gyms and working out for a really long time so like I'm not stupid I know what I'm doing and even if you don't know what you're doing like you still shouldn't have to be feeling super uncomfortable like you're being stared at or being judged like every time you go to the gym just because you're trying to learn something and people will sit there and make you feel uncomfortable and I don't I mean I don't think they were meaning to but it was just like it's 7 a.m. And I'm just trying to get my arm workout in. And I just felt like I didn't even finish more than like a couple sets because I just, I hated it. I felt so uncomfortable. And that's the problem with gyms these days. And especially for women, but it is for guys too. Like guys that aren't super huge and big, I bet feel really judged when they go to the gym too by those guys that are always there and screaming at each other about equipment. You know what I mean? Like, it's gym culture is hard (laughs) it's very frustrating it really is and I feel like too it's like nobody I don't know like you have to look a certain way for people to not like pay attention to you in the gym if you know what I mean like you have to look like you've been going to the gym for 15 years like you have to be like completely fit like, you know what you're doing for people to not pay attention to you. Otherwise, mm-hmm. people are kind of judging and always looking. And I don't know. Maybe that's telling of us because we're saying it. So maybe we're doing it as well, which we probably are. But it's just like, at the same time, I don't really care if women look at me. Like, right. look at me, girl. I don't care. Like, maybe you're looking for inspiration. Maybe you like my outfit. Who knows? Women look at me all day long. Men Keep your fucking eyes off. You make me uncomfortable. I feel like every time a man looks at me, it, whether it's at the gym or out of the gym, I feel like he is just like going to follow me to my car and attack me. I just really don't <laughs> trust men in general. Like I am genuinely afraid of men. Yeah. Genuinely. Well, and even the thing is like, I, I mean, there's a difference between like looking at someone and like, looking at someone you know what I mean like I look at people in the gym a because you have to like see where people are so you're not like getting in the way of other people but like there's one thing of just like looking at people and seeing what's going on versus like staring and being awkward like this one of the guys that was there this morning like made eye contact with me like five separate times within like a minute and a half and I was like what like are you trying to say something and then he would just like I would, we would make awkward eye contact and then he would not look away. He would just keep looking at me. And it was just, it was so like weird and awkward and I, I can't explain it, but it's not like you just like are glancing around and you awkwardly make eye contact. Like it was like repeatedly, like you could tell he was like looking and I'm just like, mind your fucking business. 
I don't need your help, which maybe, I mean, in his defense, maybe he thought I needed help because I looked really confused because I couldn't find the weights that I normally use. But, like, if someone wants help, they'll ask for it. Just saying. But not only not only that they'll ask for it if they actually need help, but if you think I need help, ask me and don't just fucking stare at me. If you think I need yeah. help, ask me. I'll tell you yes or no, and then you can leave me alone after that. Yeah. But don't just right. stare me down because, quite honestly, I don't think anyone that genuinely wants to put, like help you potentially in the gym is just going to stare at you. Mm-hmm. They're going to just come up and ask. But people who want to just look at you are going to just look at you. This is true. I don't know. I just had a, I had a rough morning with the gym. <laughs> so, But, you know, maybe I'll just get more familiar with it as I start going. And, I mean, I've only been there a handful of times. So it's still, like, pretty new to me, like, the facility itself. So yeah, maybe but I'm just... But it's still just, like, frustrating <laughs> because I feel like that's what deters a lot of women from going to the gym is because they have like one too many uncomfortable encounters with people Mm -hmm. there that they're like, well, I don't know. I just don't feel safe or comfortable going. Like, especially like I work out early in the morning, you work out early in the morning. If that's the first thing that you have to deal with is being made uncomfortable Mm -hmm. by people looking at you early on in the day, like that just doesn't (laughs) set your day up for the success that you're hoping that going to the gym is going to do, you know? You're not able to get the endorphins like, I don't know, on days that I go to the gym. I now I go to my apartment complex's gym. It has Mm -hmm. a decent gym here. And so most of the time I can go and I can be by myself, which is amazing. Um, Yeah. But when I was going to a gym before, like if I was made uncomfortable by people who were there, it really did mess up a lot of my day. I was mad that I that I didn't get a good workout in. I was mad that men made me uncomfortable and like there's probably going to be people that listen to this and say like well it's not all men and blah 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 but like I have only been made uncomfortable by men in the gym before (laughs) women have never made me uncomfortable in the gym before that is a fact that is exactly how I feel so for me yeah it's men at the gym and it it ruins your fucking day day. it really does it's just like, and and you're right. People are going to listen to this say, it's not all men. And you're right. But it is a good chunk of... Like, it's enough are the, men. Yes, it's, it's the chunk of the experience that we have had. And I'm sure a majority of women, if we were to take a poll, would say they've been made uncomfortable more by men than by women at the gym. And, like, for me today, I was uncomfortable by like the five guys that were standing around and the one that was awkwardly staring at me. And then I went into the locker room to change and shower and get ready for class. And I saw like three naked women in the locker room and was not even the slightest bit uncomfortable with that at all. You know what I mean? Like we, we can be in that position where, I mean, obviously it's a locker room, but like some people are like not shy in the locker room and others are. And I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of like, in between like I don't just like outright walk around naked but if like I drop my towel to put put my pants on or my underwear on or something like it's not a big deal and I have never been made uncomfortable like that and of course it's a different situation but how am I more comfortable with naked women in a locker room than a guy staring at me for a minute you know what I mean like like there is a reason why but (laughs) There is a reason why people are making money by opening women's only gyms. If there wasn't a market for that, they wouldn't be doing it. But people are Mm -hmm. all over the country, probably in other countries too. Like people are opening gyms specifically for women because Mm -hmm. so many women feel uncomfortable in gyms with men. And It's just upsetting that like that, like I would love to go to a women's only gym, but it's just like, how ridiculous is it that like, you know, maybe now maybe those women going to those gyms have to drive an extra 15, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. a day to get to that gym specifically so they can just like feel safe. But that would be worth it for me, honestly. Oh, it would be so (laughs) worth it for me worth it I would drive 45 okay 45 minutes is pushing it but I would if I had to and you know I told you last year Trent and I had talked about 
potentially opening up a women's only gym sometime in the future. Like I think we don't really have anything like that in our area. And I think it would be awesome. And Trent and I have both worked at gyms. Um, Trent's ran a gym. I've done a lot of the like marketing and sales for gyms, like gym memberships. And I think it would be really beneficial. Like obviously it's going to take a lot of planning and saving, but it's definitely something that we have talked about and wanted to do. And I think the Des Moines area would really benefit from that. And every area needs something like that, like an outlet for women who feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because of men. (laughs) And like a lot of places have fitness classes that I've noticed mostly women do. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And, but they're not like tailored to just women. They're marketed to women, but men can join them too. But mostly women do them but like I don't only want to take cycling do a classes. class yeah I don't only w- I first off there's like pure bar which is like low impact workouts but like I don't I don't really like that either you know and mm-hmm. I don't want to have to take a class that I don't really care for don't feel the workout that I want to feel in it just to feel comfortable and it's like it's shitty that we have to pick between either getting the workout in that we want or feeling comfortable right and I mean and then you tell this to men you tell these things to men you tell them what someone did to you in the gym or outside of the gym at the store like literally anywhere you tell men what other men do to you and then they just say like oh well it's not all men no but like every every woman that I know has stories like what you had whether that's at the gym at the grocery store at work at school every woman has multiple stories about men making them uncomfortable and that's fucked up i mean i have a a full pretty much a full gym in my basement if i wanted it you know we've got a majority of the basics but i prefer to go out of my house because it makes me more motivated. It gets me ready for the day. And I mean, I just prefer to work out outside of my house because I'm more apt to go do it. You know, like if I work out at home, I say, Oh, I can just sleep in. I'll do it later. But like, I, then I never do. So like having the out of home gym experience is pretty essential for me to actually, you know, work out and try and better myself. Because like when you're, when you go to a gym, you can drink your pre-workout on the way. You can listen mm-hmm. to some hype music to get you ready for the gym. Like, it's not just you having to, like, get yourself downstairs. Like, it's easier to get yourself to a gym than it is to just, like, walk down the stairs. It sounds silly, but, like, it makes perfect sense. It really does. And I just feel like a lot of women feel that that, that option is kind of taken away or limited because of the way that they feel around certain men in the gym. Like it's just, it's just kind of frustrating. And I know like a lot of people might disagree and that's okay, but everyone that's disagreeing probably hasn't had the experiences that you and I have had and all these other women have had, which if you, if you're a woman and you haven't had that experience, I, that's amazing. And I'm so happy for you, but like, Mm -hmm. that's, nine out of ten not the case and that sucks like I remember our college gym and like <laughs> you and I would work out there a lot and then we Throwback. started bringing more people of our like more girls of our friend group in but <laughs> they would say sometimes like it's uncomfortable going to the lower level of the gym because I feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. all of the male athletes are there and like they're watching us and blah 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 and like there were days when I felt perfectly comfortable there but then there were days where yeah you have like half the football team there and you're like this is like so so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. even when you can sit there and you can name off literally everybody in that gym Mm -hmm. that kind of makes it even worse sometimes but still it's just like why like why can't I, I don't care how much a man's lifting and 
it's always the men that are in the gym and they're screaming when they're doing their squats <laughs> or something, which I mean, when you're squatting like 300 pounds, I get that. Sure. Maybe that's what you yeah. need to do. But like, I'm not watching you do that. But like me squatting my like 60, 70 pounds, you, you got to pay attention. Why? Right. Leave me alone. And let me just squat. Let me just deadlift. And you can't even always like find a wall to go do it where like the wall is behind you. So people can't stand behind you and not watch your ass as you go Mm -hmm. or even worse. Oh my gosh. Like the planet fitness that I was at, there was, um, it was either you faced the entire gym doing your squat or you faced the mirror. So regardless, people could see you doing your squat no matter which way you stood. Yeah. And I mean, part of that also just comes with, you know, working out in a public gym where there are other people, but you can be in a public gym and see other people doing their workouts and not like disturb them by like staring at them. Like, I don't know. Like I have zero desire to to watch other people do their workouts. Also, I don't have time. Like I go to the gym I get in and I get out. Like when I have my rest in between sets, I'm getting a drink of water. I'm setting up for my next set or whatever. Like I'm doing something or I'm on my phone. I'm not sitting there watching the person next to me do their squats, do whatever they're doing. Like I don't care about literally anybody else in the gym. So don't fucking look at me. (sighs) It's just very, it's very frustrating and it's been, it's been a rough transition for me to start at this new gym, but I'm like, I'm glad that I did it. It's just sucks that it has to be that way sometimes, you know, for sure. I don't, it's, it was really bothering me, but yeah, hopefully one day feel comfortable (laughs) I don't even I mean I don't even know what to do what yeah I know and like I don't know for me I like like I said I like my apartment gym but like you said as well like it's nice to go to a public gym and like Mm -hmm. just have that atmosphere and have more equipment I mean if there is one other person in my gym I can't do like half my workout because they're using the same weights that I need right you know, and so, like, it's nice to have a public gym where you have more equipment. But, like, I, I, I it's so hard to find a gym that I even, like, want to go to even. Because I don't want to do Planet Fitness. But then, like, there's other ones. Like, the aesthetic of your gym is so important. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, what your gym I mean, looks like will change how my workouts go like there's a couple gyms here that are like white ish like floors and white walls and mirrors and I'm like that's too sterile I don't like that it's too (laughs) sterile do you know what I mean though like it's too bright yeah like it needs to be dim a little bit and then there's other ones that I'm like that's specifically like male meatheads going there I don't want to be a part of that. So finding like the balance of one is really difficult. So for now, I'm just going to stick with my apartment gym. But ideally, I'll find a membership that I like somewhere eventually. But there's so many things that go into like finding the right gym for you. And I mean, in the last few years, I've had memberships at like three different gyms now. Um, And I mean, one of them I worked at, so that's that and the other one was just like an anytime fitness and then now I have the why and there's just so many things that what go into it I mean there's some gyms that I know people can't wear certain things or you can't I mean and like the, the the outfits that you're able to wear and the equipment that they have the cleanliness the cleanliness like the flow of the place really does make or break your experience mm-hmm. so it's there's a lot that goes into picking what works for you i'm definitely like a biker shorts or 
leggings and a big t-shirt for my warm-up and then take that off dress my sports bra type of girly when I work out right so if I wasn't like planet fitness I like wasn't able to just wear my sports bra mm-hmm. there's some and gyms just that like, will tell you to I'm put like, a shirt on and you have to wear a shirt I'm like I but like men can walk around with cut off shirts that literally go down to their hips so their whole ass nipple is out at the gym like <laughs> Make that make sense. You have three inches, not even, of my torso showing. And that is the end of the world. I know. So scandalous. But like, and like, oh my gosh, I know there's going to be people that listen to this and be like, well, maybe if you put a shirt on, people wouldn't look at you. But that shouldn't matter. I'm I'm dressing so that (laughs) I'm comfortable during my workouts. Not so people pay attention to me. Like... I don't know. It's just more comfortable. I don't like having sleeves around me, especially if I'm doing an upper body day and I can Mm -hmm. feel like the seam on my shoulders, like slide on my back or like to the back and have the collar of my shirt start choking me. Like, I don't know. There's certain things that just, I feel so I get, if I feel the slightest bit uncomfortable in my t-shirt, I'm like, fuck this. I got to take it off. Because it yeah. will affect my workout if it feels wrong. Like, I don't know. Well, I can't explain it. If you know, you know. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I wear a full shirt every time. And I still get stared at. So it really doesn't matter <laughs> what you're wearing. It, and it I mean, I'm not... I'm not in the greatest shape of my life right now. So I could I could look a lot better, let me tell you, and I still get stared at. So it really doesn't matter what you wear, what you look like. You're it just happens no matter where you go and there's some gyms that limit what you can wear or have a dress code, which I'm not saying that a dress code shouldn't be like it shouldn't be in place, but you have to make it fair for all parties so if a woman can't wear just a sports bra I don't think a man should be able to wear a tank top that looks like a singlet in my opinion so like honestly but again that's my opinion so honestly I wouldn't care if a man's in there with no shirt on doesn't matter what kind of abs he has it wouldn't bother me like I don't know. I don't care about that kind of thing. Just don't Until stare you're told me down. That you can't wear what right. you want Like wear. if a like if a man like I said can wear a cutoff that literally doesn't even cover his torso up, he moves and it shows everything. Then I should be able to wear my sports bra. That's just the mm-hmm. equality. I'm not saying he shouldn't be able to wear that. Like right. I should just be able to wear what I want to wear. Then there needs to but. be some balance. And in a lot of places, there's not. And that's why a lot of gyms and um, places get bashed on TikTok because they are leaving notes for their members to put a shirt on, you know, like the dress code members. that I don't like in gyms is when a gym tells you that you have to wear shoes. And this one's a little maybe controversial, but <laughs> especially for a leg day, like I f- lift better. If I'm doing like my lunges or squats or anything, if I don't have shoes on, because sometimes if I have to wear shoes, depending on what gym I'm at, like my feet kind of slide out of my shoes when I'm doing my lunges. And that is just not Mm -hmm. fucking safe. It's better for me to not have shoes on. Right. In that sense. I don't know. I agree with you. I do think, (laughs) I do think. You should have to have socks on just for like oh, the cleanliness. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Ew, I'm I not mean, gonna like, go I barefoot, worked, but like, well, I have, thing, yeah, I have my socks. <laughs> if you're going barefoot in the gym, something else is wrong. That's weird. We'll see. When I was working at the kickboxing gym, nobody wore shoes, and I mean, some people wore shoes because it was a personal preference, but. Some people wore no shoes with socks and other people, myself included, went barefoot. But we cleaned the mats between every class. So it was like fully sanitized before and after. Like, but you don't get that at a regular gym. Like the gym, the kickboxing no. gym was a class-based gym. Everyone did the same thing and we cleaned the absolute shit out of those mats and they got like fully well, mopped at the end of the night. So and that's for different. the workouts that you're doing, it kind of makes sense a little bit in that sense. But like, 
if there is no excuse to not wear socks for a leg day. Yeah, agreed. That's criminal. <laughs> like, put this some damn socks on. This is just proper on. gym etiquette. <laughs> Seriously. But, like, the fact that some gyms are like, no, you must. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, what seriously is, like, the half inch, quarter inch of fabric on my shoe c- going to do if I accidentally drop a weight on my toes? Right. Like, really, what difference is that going to make? This is why we just need to open up a women's only gym so we can make the rules that we want. <laughs> and we'll make it a franchise and we'll start in Des Moines and on Hilton Head. Boom. Boom. <laughs> but for real, I mean, there's just there's so much that goes into gym culture and gym etiquette and you're never going to get 100% what you want everywhere you go. So you do have to kind of be willing to mold a little bit to going into a public gym but also you don't have to sacrifice your comfort and your sanity just to be able to work out like a normal person <laughs> going off of that too I kind of want to talk about just simply like how what fitness culture is like right now because I feel like online all you see is girls who go to the gym lift weights and that is deemed healthy and fit and while that is good and it's great to lift weights I feel like I don't know people I get think it in their head sometimes about like well I'm not healthy if I'm not lifting weights but it's like as long as you're getting some sort of movement in every day like you are being healthy in that sense your movement could be going on a walk. It could be riding a bike. It could be right. like I go paddle boarding kind of often and like that shit's a workout, you know, like yeah, it, is. it could be kayaking. <laughs> it could be rollerblading. It could be going on a run. It could be yoga, like anything. As long as you get some sort of movement in a day, then you're doing amazing. But right. I feel like it's, there's so much stigma about you have to go to the gym. You have to be in there for like an hour, hour and a half. You have to lift weights and that's what's going to make you healthy. And that's just mm-hmm. not the case. Like there are so many other things. Like we were talking about all those different fitness classes. Like if lifting weights isn't for you, there's a class you can find that you will enjoy and like benefit right. from. Well, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, being healthy looks different for everybody, Um, but it just depends on what kind of body you're trying to build. Like, Trent and I decided we're going to start working out a lot more and hold each other accountable, and yesterday he asked me, he goes, what kind of body do I want? And at first I was like, what a dumb question. But then I was like thinking about it, like after like 30 seconds, I was like, no, you're right. Like what he's like, do I want to be like lean? Do I want to put on a lot of muscle? Like, what do I want to do? So like your end goal is also going to have a lot of weight in what you do to reach that body type that you want, you know? For sure. So it looks different for everybody. I guess I'm kind of talking more about just like the general person who doesn't care, you know? Right. Because then, too, I feel like there's also, like, you're not allowed to say you want a certain body type. You know? Right. Like, I feel like people pick on you or say that you're body shaming in a way if you're, like, I want this aesthetic of a body. But right, I don't know. Like, I don't see what's wrong with that, especially if you're doing it in a way that you're, like, like, I really like when my hamstrings are popping. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I feel at my fittest if I'm out and about and my quads jiggle everywhere, but my hammies are popping. I'm like, hell yeah. Like I'm fine as hell. (laughs) But like, I feel like there's also that point where people are like, well, you can't say that you want your body to look like that because then you're shaming other people whose bodies don't look like that. And you should just love your body as it is. Blah, 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 blah. Like the toxic body positivity kind of thing. Like I love the way my, I love my body, but I don't necessarily love the way that it looks all the time. And if I'm wanting to go into the gym and work on my hamstrings, like what's the problem? Right. I mean, and 
and it's it's not a bad thing to have a desire to look a certain way, but it's also not a bad thing to go to the gym and not have an end goal. Like you don't have to be going to the gym to achieve a certain goal. Like you can just go a, because you like it B because you're just trying to move your body or create healthier habits and you can go to the gym and work out and not have to be working towards a certain body type. You can just go just to go, you know? And I think that gets lost Mm -hmm. a lot in a lot of the fitness culture that you're seeing on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Like people are saying, if you want to look like this or you want to do this, like you should do this. Like you don't have to want to look or be like somebody else just to go Mm -hmm. to the gym. Right. I mean, you know, like I, I do, I genuinely do enjoy lifting weights. However, my favorite days of the week are my cardio days because Running and walking is just my favorite thing to do. That's where I have the most enjoyment (laughs) in my workouts. I will seriously, like Wednesday is my cardio day. I will probably go on like a three, three and a half mile run and then walk another two or three miles after that. Just because I love that kind of movement. I like putting my headphones in, zoning out for a couple hours and just like doing that. Like I enjoy that. And so if someone wants to go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes, that's fantastic. Like Mm -hmm. do that. If you enjoy it, do it. Nothing wrong with that. You don't have to go to the gym and lift weights. You don't have to go to the gym and run or walk on the treadmill or do the step climber. Like you can go and like just do yoga if that's what you want and you have a place to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can, there's no right or wrong way to move your body at the end of the day exactly whatever whatever helps you get to where you want to be or how you want to feel do that Mm -hmm. exactly and I mean if you're especially if you're someone that is wanting to start to be more active or go to the gym or do be doing more physical activity and you're not really sure like what to do it can be super confusing because you see all these people doing this and this and that. And I mean, not everything that works for one person is going to work for you, even if you guys are working towards the same goal or looking the same. So a good place to start when you're super confused with everything being posted is to just start by doing something that you just genuinely enjoy. And for you, that's Mm -hmm. running and walking and cardio. And I also enjoy walking, not running so much, but I'm, I'm getting back into it, but I'm not trying to force myself to run all this stuff. If I don't like it, I didn't run for a long time because I didn't like it. And now I'm starting to enjoy it a little more. So I'm doing it a little more, but like just starting with doing something that you like, like walking your dog or riding a bike or like you said, doing yoga, doing even just doing like a meditation or something that just like gets you in the mindset to where you want to be is a step in the right direction. And there's so much out there that it's so easy to get lost in all of it and then just get frustrated and confused and just give up. And that's where a lot of people struggle. I think myself included, I've struggled with that and I have known what to do and what works for my body for years. And I still get in those mindsets. So you have to like reset yourself and do it because you enjoy it. Not because you feel like you have to. And there's so much that goes into it too. Like, I don't know, like if you're trying to work to a certain physique and build muscle, like that's kind of what my goal is right now. Like I want to get a little bit lean, but I want muscle definition. Like I said, I like when my hamstrings are popping, you know, And so I've been doing this fitness program. It's a 16 week program and I have check-ins with my trainer every week, which I just realized I forgot to send her my stuff for this past week. So I'm going to get a late, late response to my check-in, but that's okay. But like I, I'm, so my check-in for this week is week five. I, but I'm in my week six of the program, if that makes sense. So my Mm check-ins are always a week behind. So I've been doing this program for six weeks and I have seen the most change in my body in these six weeks than I have any other time I've done any sort of fitness program. And that's not because of the workouts that I'm doing. It's not because I'm doing more movement or trying harder or anything. 
other than literally what I'm eating. Like, I don't think people talk enough about how important nutrition necessarily is when it comes to, like, finding that, like, what you want your body to look like. But I'm not even necessarily, I'm not, like, sitting there only eating, like, salads and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, I've been upping my protein so much And it is doing wonders for what my body looks like right now. I am like, (laughs) it's one of those things that like I've been every week I have to take progress photos. And I looked at my progress photos from this week compared to week one. And I'm just like, it looks like I probably lost like five to 10 pounds when I've lost three pounds. (laughs) I've lost three pounds. But it looks so different because I've been like nourishing my body the way that it's supposed to be. I'm eating the right right amount of carbs, fats, and proteins. And it's changing my body in the right ways. Right. And nutrition is such a huge part of it. And it it really is. I feel like depending on what you're trying to do and what your end goal is, like nutrition and fitness like nutrition and activity is like 60 40 even 70 30 like I feel like what we put into our bodies matters more than how much you go to the gym because if you kill yourself in the gym and you still don't give your body what it needs it's not seriously and it's not even just like not it's not even just cutting out foods that are unhealthy because this week I missed two of my workouts because I had ridiculous ridiculously long shifts at work and so I missed two of my workouts so I moved my body less than I usually did and I ate worse than I usually did but I was hitting all Mm -hmm. of my macros but like I was still eating things like pizza and pretzels and stuff that I enjoy eating it's not like I'm cutting out everything that I don't everything that I like and enjoy but I was eating I was just hitting my macros at least and my body looks the best that it's looked in the past five Mm -hmm. weeks like it's still doing what it needs to do because I'm nourishing it properly exactly and like just like with workouts there's so much out there and it's the same with nutrition there's so much out there and there's so many diets there's so many programs that you can try and I mean for someone who has no idea about any of those I think the best thing I mean I think me personally I think diets that cut out whole food groups are trash and they are just I do not think anyone should ever be on the keto diet no you should never cut out carbs any any diet that tells you that you can't eat fruits or vegetables I'm sorry that's just Mm -hmm. not right I mean, any fad diet, honestly, that's like six weeks of this and you'll lose this. Like that's not going to be sustainable for you in the long run, especially if you're someone who normally eats those things that you're cutting out. Like a you as soon as you stop doing it, you're going to put it right back on because you're going to start eating those things again. And B for also for me, it creates like a binging habit. So like I, I mean, and I did that really restrictive diet earlier this year and I, a, the first week I was super sick, like headaches for five days straight. I, I was eating what I was supposed to be eating and I was just so sick that I literally threw up my dinner that I, that Trent and I made trying to be healthy because I just felt so sick halfway through it. I threw it up midway. I wasn't hungry. I didn't have any appetite because I was cutting out dairy, carbs, sugar, uh, and like, like the only carbs I could have were fruit. And so I could eat vegetables and protein and water. And that was pretty much it. And that's such a shock to your system that it makes you sick. And the second that I stopped doing it, I dropped like 10 pounds in like a week and a half. But the second I stopped doing it, I put that back on and more and I binged so hard. And like I had to cut out alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Like it was just so unhealthy. And like I got it did what it was supposed to do, but it's not sustainable. So you really need to make sure that you're balancing out your food groups and you're balancing out your carbs and fats and proteins the way that's healthy for your body and not just straight up cutting shit out because it's not sustainable 
it, at all. It's really not. And if you have the discipline to do that, it's impressive. No, I don't even, I don't even agree with that. I don't think it's impressive or that it's discipline. I think it's just pointless because like, I, I will not ever believe a single soul who's like, yes, I really do just like eating grilled chicken and broccoli for every, like, <laughs> fuck off. No, you don't like, no, you don't. Uh, and this is going to be kind of controversial <laughs> what I'm about to say, but like, I, for me, it works. I know it's not going to work for everybody, but for me, I absolutely love tracking my food. And yeah. that's because I can measure, I can make sure I'm hitting my proteins, which is hard for me. I'm a vegetarian. So it's, I've done this for years to make sure I'm hitting protein. I track my protein. I track my carbs and I track my fats and I like, I'm watching fiber. I'm watching sodium and all of those things. But, like, with that, I'm still able to eat, like, the snacks that I love. I'm still able to eat the meals that I love. I'm still able to eat everything that I enjoy. It just means, like, changing up my meals kind of slightly to make sure that I'm hitting the numbers that I should be hitting per my trainer, you know? Like, right. they have the better knowledge of what is proper as to how many grams of X, Y, and Z you should be getting, but and like I'm hitting those, but I'm still able to enjoy pizza. I'm still able to enjoy chips. I'm still able to have sweets and all of these things. You just have to make sure it's like fitting into that kind of stuff right. if that's what you want to do. And it's helping me. It's working for me. And, you know, I mm -hmm. am all about that. I will never do a diet that tells me I can't eat carbs. I'll never do a diet that tells me I can't have gluten or dairy or anything like that. I know my body enough to know right. what type of gluten or what kind of dairy works for me or what doesn't work for me, what makes me feel good, what doesn't make me feel good. Because genuinely there is plenty of carbs. Like I don't, pasta genuinely like does make my body feel good. I don't feel tired. I don't feel <laughs> sluggish. I don't feel sick eating it. You know, like yeah. there's people that do feel those things. It gives me genuine good energy. So if I were to do a well, program duh, that told me awesome. I couldn't, but like you there, you laugh, but there's so many programs out there that are saying that you can't eat that shit because it's apparently not good for you when yeah, it, the one it I did really earlier. does fuel my body in a great way. Like it makes me feel great. It is one of the better meals I can eat for myself. Right. I, I hate those I mean, programs that tell you you can't eat that kind of stuff. It makes me so angry. Right. And you and I are not nutritionists, like licensed nutritionists. We're not dietitians. So not by I mean, any means. take take everything we're saying with a grain of salt. And if you actually really want like a professional opinion, like you really do need to go see a doctor or a dietitian or someone who went to school and is licensed to tell you these things. But I mean, at the end of the day, it really is all about balance. And I mean, I track my food as well. Um, not so much to like calorie count. I just, it holds me accountable. So I know that I'm not, you know, like eating super large portions that I don't actually need to be eating. So it's just kind of a reminder for me. And it's not like, oh, I went over like what I should have eaten today and I beat myself up about it. So, I mean, and I told Trent that yesterday we were talking about it and He's like, why do you track your food? Like, why do you count calories? I don't do that. I was like, I'm not necessarily counting calories, which I mean, it obviously counts them for you when you put stuff in, but I'm not like super, super exact with all my measurements. Like everything's just kind of like a guesstimate. I mean, some stuff I is already pre-measured. So like you can track that, but like, it's more of just like for me to keep myself accountable and also like just to be aware of like the amounts of stuff that I am putting in my body. So like when I, what I don't think is a lot, I can look at it and be like, Oh, well, like I probably don't need to eat all that. And like I eat when I'm bored and like that kind of stuff. So it really just like keeps me accountable and like, that's what works for me. And that's not always going to work for everybody. And I'm not saying you should be doing that because if that gives you a bad relationship with food, counting calories or ca tracking your food, then don't do that. You know, like whatever creates healthy habits, and keeps you accountable or keeps you like on track with how, what you want to do and doesn't make you feel like a piece of shit, then that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. You know, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Like I, I guess at the end of the day, 
when it comes to working out and when it comes to eating, it's just like, do what feels good. Like Mm -hmm. do the movement for you. That makes you feel good. Do the movement that makes you happy. And when you leave, whatever you're doing, whether it's going for a walk or leaving a fitness class or leaving the gym, I I hope you leave happy. Like I hope you leave with the good endorphins that you should be leaving with. And when it comes to eating, eat whatever makes you feel good, whatever that's, I mean, hopefully everything you're putting into your body makes your stomach feel good, but also like everything that makes your soul feel good too. Like, I don't know. I'm I like, just do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel happy, whatever that may be and do it exactly. in whatever way that makes you feel the best about yourself. And That's all at that the you end can of the day. For. Exactly. And at the end of the day, if, unless you're, physically putting your body into distress in a in a negative way there's really no right or wrong answer of how to go to the gym or how to eat or how to live your life pretty much so I mean just like you said just do what makes you happy and makes you feel the best that you feel do what makes you happy do what makes you feel (laughs) the best and don't fucking look at me when I'm at the gym (laughs) <laughs> mic drop that's that on that <laughs> seriously though those dudes are fucking <laughs> annoying <laughs> but i feel oh like oh my gosh you know we for two girlies that were completely unprepared for an episode today we really did manage to talk about health and fitness for literally an hour so good on us look at us go That just goes to show that we are fantastic (laughs) about ranting about literally anything. So (laughs) bitches who whine, accurate. By the way, we never talked about what we're drinking today. What are you sipping on? You've been slurping some shit out of that deli cup. (laughs) And I've been noticing and I can't handle it. I can't handle the slurping. I literally hear the straw sucking the water out of the ice. Like I can't handle it. I remember like way early into the episode, I was like, I can't handle listening to you drink that shit because it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, no, can't stop. Pull it away. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a little tequila drink with some jalapeno syrup and the goods. Ooh, coconut tequila. (gasps) Speaking of tequila, I am working on the fall cocktail menu for my country club. And one of my drinks I'm so excited about, I made a tequila sour, a cinnamon tequila sour. Okay. Okay. You say interesting, but actually 10 out of 10, fantastic. So I want you to write this down. All right. Get your pens ready. Get everything ready. (laughs) Write this down. Let's go. Two ounces of tequila, a half ounce of cinnamon simple syrup, a half ounce of lemon juice, and bear with me here, okay? Don't knock it till you try it, okay? Okay. An egg white. Huh. Soft shake that without ice. Fill your shaker up with ice. Shake it up. Strain it into a coupe glass or a martini glass. And top it with some cinnamon on top and 10 out of 10 delicious. That's definitely different. I could, I could see how that would be good. Yeah. Don't, don't say, yeah, I could see how that could be good. Make (laughs) it. Okay. And then hype me up next week. There, there was a bartender at, um, the bar that I work at that made a little cinnamon, like a, pretty much a cinnamon margarita, like a frozen one. And I was like, because we have the cinnamon syrup that we don't ever use because it was left over from like a Christmas party. And he made it with the cinnamon, like a frozen lime margarita with the cinnamon syrup. And I was like, why is this good? Like, I don't, I don't understand. So try, <laughs> try that syrup in my recipe <laughs> okay. and let me know what you think. I really like it. The other drinks I'm doing for the fall is the Roback to Sports page, the <laughs> Crownberry Apple Mule. Okay, yeah, that's um, good. I made that and my management was like, what the hell? Why is this so good? 
And then the other one is going to be a smoked cherry, old fashioned. So it'll have Ooh, that uh, would be really great. Your bourbon. Mm-hmm. It'll have a muddled orange in there. We have these fantastic cherries that are um, soaked in brandy and the syrup is amazing. Ooh. So I use that as our simple syrup and some maple syrup as well. And then Woodford makes um, smoked cherry bitters. So you'll put some of those in there and stir it on up, put it over a big rock and smoke cherry old fashioned. Well, look at you, you little cocktail artiste. Mixologist. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) It's just my job. I really only get paid for it. (laughs) So, um, but let me tell you, I don't know if I've complained about this on here yet or not, but since working at a private country club where the expectations for the cocktails are so high, I have since learned what great drinks are. I've learned what a great Cosmo is, a great margarita, a great old fashioned, a great Manhattan. Like, not to toot my own horn, but members of the club will not order cocktails from a bartender if it's not me at this point because I have learned how to make the best (laughs) of the best okay that's not me tooting my own horn that is a full-on fact that (laughs) members have told me but there is a downside to learning how to make great cocktails and that is you don't ever want to go out ever again no (laughs) because if I go to a bar and I want a Cosmo well guess what it's not going to be as good as mine margaritas aren't as good as mine espresso martinis are not as good as mine and it's really just depressing I'm so but sorry, i guess it saves money loss. in the long run <laughs> it saves money in the long run yeah. but i mean seriously like i don't want to have to make every drink all the time right i want to be served i want to enjoy great cocktails but like a lot of the time i go to a bar and i'm just like disappointed because mm, like i would have made this better but whatever. It is what it is. Freaking facts, bro. <laughs> Freaking facts, bro. I saw that video of you. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that exact thing. <laughs> and I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. I'm glad I can live in your memory rent free. Uh, do you want to hear my dad, <laughs> my dad joke this week? I always want to hear a dad joke. Okay, you ready? I've I've been ready. Yeah, I said I always want to hear a dad joke. Which days are the strongest? The ones that end in Y. No. It's Saturday and Sunday, and the rest are weekdays. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. That's pretty good. Like... Spelled like weekdays, like W-E-E-K. Yes, good job, because it's not <laughs> strong. Which, low-key though, Monday is kind of becoming my favorite day of the week. You love Mondays. I generally have Mondays off, and I feel like it's always nice to have, like, literally any day can be your fresh start day. You can start something new on any day of the week. It literally doesn't matter, but yeah. something about... Like, we all know Monday is the beginning of the week. So something about starting something, like, Monday is always just a fresh start. It's, like, the first of the month or the first of the year. Like, Monday is just a good refresh, restart, get back into the swing of things kind of day. Well, we both have Mondays off, so that is nice, which now I go to school, but I don't have to work on Mondays, and we get to FaceTime on Mondays, so that's pretty cool, too. (laughs) Exactly. Um. (laughs) last bit here and I'm gonna speak for both of us on this because if this is not your favorite I think we just need to end it here um but is it the corn song (laughs) favorite tiktoks of the week (laughs) is a big knob of knobs it It has has juice it has a juice I can't imagine (laughs) I can't imagine a more beautiful thing it's corn. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look, look at, at this, this thing. thing. And when I tried it with butter and everything, everything changed. 
I, oh when I tell God. you, I've been singing that song in my head for the entire week. I'll be at work, like taking someone's order, and in my head, it's going, it's, it's cold. cold. It's a big lump of knobs. <laughs> I literally have, I have saved so many of these, like, people doing these crazy ones with that sound on TikTok. And there's one guy, I sent it to Trent, and he was like, absolutely not. Um, but he turned it into, like, a wedding song. <laughs> I fucking died. I was <laughs> No, my dead. favorite one was, like, a screamo version. Yes! <laughs> yeah, it's I, I don't know if this is just, like, Midwesterner TikTok or what. But if it's you fantastic. haven't heard the corn song, which I realistically when this episode comes out the corn song will be long forgotten it but no it won't <laughs> i will but like I will not it let that happen in my mind. <laughs> it's cool but that absolutely is my favorite at the moment <laughs> um also i just have to let everybody know that my for you page on tiktok is 95 percent harry styles and five percent corn, 5% corn. <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to the Harry Styles concert in October. Who knows when this episode is going to be released? Maybe I've already been there. Who knows? But my uh, for you page is all Harry Styles. So I feel like I mean the corn's a great way to go out. <laughs> it's corn, a big lump of nose. It has the juice. That's so funny. <laughs> Like, I've never once thought about corn as a big lump with knobs, but, like, it is. <laughs> and butter really does change everything. And a little bit of pepper. Ugh. It, it really does. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, all right. A well, thank you for joining us this week, everybody. Um, we hope we you enjoyed. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we didn't annoy you with our singing. <laughs> And let us know if you, too, have any grievances with the fucking gym and men. Yeah. And most likely just, like, men in general. It doesn't have to be men at the gym. True. We can rant about men all day, any day. Freaking so, facts, bro. <laughs> Freaking facts, bro. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And we will chat with you next week. Bye. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>